This is the Horse Radio Network. What a beautiful day for horses in the morning. You are listening to the number one horse podcast in the world. Here's your entertaining look at the horse world and the people in it. Good morning, everyone. It's producer Jemmy. Welcome to Monday, October 12th, episode 2537, brought to you by Kemen Equine. The Horses in the Morning gang is still off, Glenn's recovering, and Jamie's doing her Monty Roberts clinic. So the gang from Flintstone Media, my gang, George, hello, hello, George, good shout out to George, has <laughs> taken over to give you some great best of episodes. A reminder, no live shows in October, so look to your podcast feeds for the latest episodes. Tomorrow, we will have a brand new endurance episode for you. Today, we turn it over to the horse husbands and look back at May of 2018 as Glenn and Joseph hosted a horse husband episode, including auditor husbands, Reed and Dave. Topics included favorite horse chores, hobbies, dating horse girls, canceled dates, biggest pet peeves, and what would you change about, well, the horse thing? Before we get started, let's hear from our friends at Kem and Equine. Kem and Equine, we'd like to thank them for being a sponsor because millions of Americans do the same thing every January, sign up for a gym membership and resolve to get fit. By this time of year, many of them have already thrown in the towel. Luckily, it's much easier to pump up the performance of your horse. You see, every cell in your horse relies on glucose to fuel its function and growth. Feeding your horse chromium helps optimize the use of glucose so your horse has more energy for body upkeep, health, and performance, ultimately resulting in improved overall well-being. But this part is important. Don't just feed any chromium. Give your horse the only FDA-reviewed source of chromium on the market today, Chemtrace Chromium from Kemen. Ask for it by name. Otherwise, you might not get what you pay for. Learn about Chemtrace Chromium at www.kemen.com slash chromium EQ. This episode is also brought to you by our friends at Equiderma. Equiderma wound ointment is a must-have in your medicine cabinet. It visibly amplifies wound healing, minimizes scarring, reduces pain, and keeps flies out of wounds. You will find that with consistent use, you'll see a noticeable progression of steady healing every day. Plus, it's a great treatment regimen for common skin rashes and sores. Find that in all of Equiderma products at www.equiderma.com and use coupon code HRN15 to get 15% off of any of their terrific products. That's coupon code HRN15 to get 15% off. Now on with the horse husbands. Good Thursday morning, everybody. I am Glenn the Geek from Ocala, Florida. And I am Joseph Berto from White City, Oregon, and you are listening to a special Horse Husbands Only edition of Horses in the Morning on the Horse Radio Network for May 24th, episode 1940, brought to you today by the Equity Manufacturing Shaken Fork. I am a manly man who lives a manly life in my manly house with my manly wife. And now, from the Man Cave at the Horse Radio Network, the monthly Horse Husbands episode starring Timothy Harfield of HorseHubby.com and America's Horse Husband, Glenn the Geek. 
This one is for you guys. No horsewomen allowed. Well, we have a brand new Horse Husbands episode for you today. We recorded it, thanks to Joseph being so kind. We recorded it before we went on vacation, so we're glad that you're here. We hope you enjoy tonight's show. And, of course, we have to give our disclaimer, don't we, Joseph? Yeah, we do. Uh, no no women are allowed. In fact, I, I was listening to your, your intro there, and I'm, I'm kind of wondering what a manly wife is. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to go there. I, uh, you know, when I heard that song for the first time on YouTube, I was like, that's perfect for the horse husband. That's perfect. <laughs> perfect. Yep, yep. <laughs> and, and, you know, well, I figure that would piss a lot of the wives off, so they wouldn't <laughs> stay, right? We'd get rid of them right okay. at the top. And then we have to worry about work. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. See, it was dual purpose. It was a whole song about that too. It was I? I wish I was allowed to play the whole song. It was very funny. <laughs> <laughs> well, we are the Horse Husbands episode. Been doing this for a long time, and we hope that you enjoy it. We have a couple new horse husbands for you tonight. We're going to bring them on here in a bit, and we're going to do our round table like we do every time. We have some questions also from the wives, from the auditor wives, have uh, posed some questions for us today, and there's some good ones. Some, I, I think most of them we haven't tackled before, actually. No, most of them we haven't, and I, I really look forward to chipping in my two cents when when uh, when we start asking, because they are pretty interesting. Yeah, there's some interesting ones. <laughs> and I'm sure none of them will get us in any trouble whatsoever. <clears throat> no, Nothing. No, no, no. No problem. So, um, so that's what's coming up on today's show. But first, there was a auditor by the name of Samantha that posted on on the auditor page, uh, and it was a question: What does your other half do with their free time? What's their hobby? And uh, th- I thought there were some interesting answers. Uh, Samantha's other half does a lot of cooking, and they play trivia games and uh, things like that. And they just got married, actually. So uh, they're brand new. No wonder okay. she asked that question. Exactly. She hasn't broken in her husband yet. That's right. <laughs> there is no free time. <laughs> actually, Samantha hasn't broken in her wife yet. Uh, so <laughs> they got married at uh, Rolex this year. Oh, cool. Uh, now, Denise says, uh, mine is a cyclist. And I know Denise. Denise is our guest wrangler. And uh, her husband <laughs> it rides uh, like 100 miles at a time. Oh my God. Yeah, he's a serious cyclist. He's not just, you know, one of these guys that goes out and goes around the block like me. He, uh, I was just thinking how lucky she was that he had an inexpensive sport, but, you know, those carbon no. bikes are probably <laughs> compete with any. <laughs> he probably paid three or $4,000 for that bike, yeah, and they're always replacing guess. the tires. Now, it's probably cheaper than horses. And you know what? They don't poop. So there's yeah. that. Yeah. Yeah. That's you, know, right. you, know, you don't need and a shake don't and fork. A trailer. You don't need a shake and fork for a bike. For a bike no. uh, you know, unless all's gone wrong. <laughs> um, then April said, uh, mine just works on the ranch with, on the pecan trees and likes to build things. He also watches college football. We did get a couple of sports ones football and baseball and a lot less baseball these days. I don't know. Is baseball not as popular? Yeah, I don't know. I, I like Tammy uh, Smith Swanson. Um, her husband does blacksmith craftsmanship. Think how handy that would be. Yes, you know, I had a friend. One, I actually, our farrier years and years and years ago was also a blacksmith. Not all farriers are blacksmiths, and yeah. uh, he was also a blacksmith. He made the coolest knives and stuff. I, I to this day, I wish I'd bought one from him, so I still had it. Um, yeah. He made the coolest knives and and other stuff. 
But his knife work was incredible. And he took great pride in being able to do those knives and the intricacy of working the steel to make them pretty. Um, yeah, she says blacksmith craftsmanship, which is a lot, lot more than just pounding on a piece of metal, I suspect. Yeah, I'm sure he's yeah, making I'd things. Like yeah. Yeah. That'd be cool. Uh, Mary says, mine rides uh, with me, but mostly he fixes fences when the cows have torn them down. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Most of us that have big farms, like you, Joseph, that's what we do. We fix fences. Yeah. Yep. Or invent something, some kind of fencing to try to stop oh, that's from true. happening. Oh, that's true. Yeah. One of my early inventions was a fencing invention. You know what took him down for us was not the cow. Well, the cows did too, uh, but the deer would take him out all the time. Yeah. Um, <sighs> We would have the deer crash on the fences all the time. Well, ours was a Percheron mare named Roxy. <laughs> yeah, the Percheron. Absolutely believe that the yeah the grass was greener on the other side. Same grass, right? All they had to do was lean on it. Percherons, ours did too. They leaned on it, and the whole thing went. <laughs> the whole thing, yeah. And you, you just literally couldn't couldn't keep her contained. And after a while, it was just oh god, Roxy's out again. Head over to the oats. That's where she is. We tried the electric wire on top of the fencing, and that didn't work either. She just I don't know if their hides are tougher or what, but our Percheron was the same way. Same way. Danny says, uh, he works out, runs with our dog, hangs out with our friends, and drinks the beer our friends brew. Well, you know, that's kind of, those are the kind of friends to have, right? I, yeah. <laughs> the ones yeah. who make Although, wine and make beer. Uh, those are good friends to have. You want to keep those around. Yeah. I think that happens less and less the older you get, though, right? You start having kids, and everybody starts doing their own thing, and then all of a sudden you're hanging your... I bet you, the, I bet you Danny uh, and her husband are in their 20s. Could be, yeah. yeah, yeah. Hanging out with your friends and drinking beer. Yeah, that's that kind of ends after you all have kids and you're drinking a lot less beer with the friends. Yeah, or <laughs> you never grow up. Well, that's true. Something to that, too. Yeah. Uh, Susanna says, my fiancé owns and manages a vineyard and is a winemaker. Well, there you go. Oh, well, <laughs> they turned it into a profession. Perfect. That's, that's, <laughs> yeah, that's perfect. Yeah. <laughs> perfect. And uh, she says she's he's busier than she is because these days she's no longer doing self care boarding, and um, yeah, that's that's really a good point. If you're a horse husband and there's boarding going on in your in your life, boy, it's um, it's a huge relief when that is no longer occurring. Yeah, and not, not because of the horses, as as we've talked about several times. It's not the horses that are the problem; it's the drama. You know, you're right. Exactly. It's the people. It's always the people. Um, yeah. we, and it's so nice, too. You know, we, we still have our horses at home, but there's only two. Boy, that makes a world of difference when there's not ten. Um, you know, you, the, the later questions, all they, I think we were talking about how many horses or what's the biggest peeve. And, um, yeah, that multiple horse deal. Yeah. Fascinating. Krista says, my husband races motorcycles. There were several that raced motorcycles or raced cars. There were several yeah. that did that. Uh, she said, uh, he can't give me a hard time about my dangerous hobby. Nope. Great <laughs> She must be an inventor, huh? <laughs> That's very true. Uh, but I want to give a shout-out. I know she's not allowed to listen uh, to one of my friends, and I'm not even going to uh, – well, I, can, I think I can give her a name because it's, it's pretty clear that she, she uh, sustained an injury. 
Um, Jessica Heidemann, who I know from, she lives out your way, actually, on the West Coast. Um, and I know she's an eventer, and I know her from going to Ada every year. She's always there with carrots. Uh, she's super nice, super sweet, has a farm out there, teaches lessons and things. Well, she had a run-in with one of her youngsters and broke her arm to the point where there are at least 12 or 13 screws. Um, and she's still in the hospital. This just happened. So they did the operation yesterday, and she has a 12-inch incision on her arm. And ugh. Yeah, she was showing pictures. Of course, all horse people like to show the pictures of the x-rays and the uh, after with all the screws in. And let me tell you, the x-rays were not pretty. There were pieces where there weren't supposed to be pieces. Wow. So our best Everybody's to her. Everybody's cringing. Yeah, our best to her. She's super nice, and I, I just that's terrible. She's going to have a long road to recovery on that one. Yeah. Uh, Emily said, my husband plays hockey, ultimate frisbee, frisbee golf, and Pokemon Go. And I just thought that the, um, adding Pokemon Go to the hockey, I mean, big tough hockey player out there with his Pokemon Go. I just thought that was kind of funny. <laughs> um oh. Joy says Matt likes to work with wood. By the way, Joy uh, co-hosted last week. If you missed it on Friday, go back and take a listen. Uh, Matt likes to work with wood. He primarily builds kayaks, but he also builds furniture. Yeah, I know. And currently working on custom tax box templates. Um, Oh, there's a winner. Yeah, that's right. You know, we... We had one of the one of the people really made husband points when they made uh, jumps for their for their horse wife. So I'm I'm thinking probably a tack box is the same sort of a point builder. Now Kimberly, I know, and this is the last one we'll do, and we'll get to our guests. But Kimberly, Kimberly says, and I know Kimberly <laughs> because we were on a cruise with Kimberly and the husband. Uh, Kimberly says, my husband likes to go on vacations and spend our savings for our future farm. <laughs> <laughs> I, and I know that to be a fact because we were on vacation with them. So, yeah. oh, that's funny. So, no future farm, but lots nope. of vacations. <laughs> lots of vacations, <laughs> and then there's a good man. There's a frowny face at the end of it. <laughs> <laughs> well, look at all the experiences you're going to have there, Kimberly. Yeah. All right, let's talk about the shaking fork. Okay, well, um, you know, I've been on the show for for a lot of years. We've been supporting it, and and uh, it always surprises me when we get a phone call like. When I got this morning from a, a new customer, and she was really happy that she'd found the Shaken Fork because she said she'd been searching for something like it for a lot of years because she has joint issues. She's getting a little bit older. And she was considering selling her horses because she could no longer manually shake a regular fork. Oh, wow. Um, she was amazed to find out that these forks have been out for more than 10 years. And in fact, it was May 29, 2007 that I got the first of four patents and, um, and that we had four years of development before that. So we're really looking at about 15 years that these shaken forks have been out. Um, there's kind of a funny story that has to go with, with the early adopters and people that are still reluctant to buy them. But I don't know if you use an electric toothbrush or how often you replace your toothbrush. But for years, I went to the store and I looked right past the battery-powered toothbrushes and bought just the regular one. And then a couple of years ago, I accidentally bought the battery powered one because I had, well, I had bought it. Now that I've tried it, I could never go back to a regular toothbrush. Um, No matter how much I scrub on my teeth, it just seems like they're not as fresh as they are when you use a battery powered one. And um, for people that that have never seen a shaken fork, they think they're a gimmick or they're just kind of a funny thing that they don't need. Consider buying an electric toothbrush. And if that suits you, 
try buying a shaken fork, like an oversized toothbrush, because um, you, you owe it to yourself if you've got more than three horses to, to give it a try. And uh, once you have one, you will not be able to go back to not um, having a powered fork. You'll wait till the battery's recharged um, before you'll go into a stall because it just makes it so much easier. It almost takes an unpleasant job and makes it pleasant. And so, what's nice is you, you have the tines, no matter what kind of bedding you use, you have tines that fit that bedding. So it works out Yep, perfect. we do. Yeah. The, whether they're, they're the planer shavings, which are the big ones, basically anything that you can sift manually, you can sift with a shaken fork. And if you've got pellets or, or sawdust or, or mini flakes, uh, we have the mini tine fork for that. And that's where they're just stellar. They're absolutely amazing because normally you have to sift those so much more to try to get them through to get the little bits out. And uh, with a shaken fork, you don't sift at all. You just hold it steady to your hip, squeeze the trigger. It's variable speed. And um, and it's just like magic watching the stuff fall through the tines. And the only thing that's left is a manure ball. And um, you can find our products at equitymanufacturing.com. That's E-Q-U-I-T-E-E-M-F-G.com. And I imagine I'll be selling them for another 15 years. So eventually we should get them to all your customers. Well, and, and we hope you with what you'll save in betting you'll pay for the fork in no time. Yeah, that's a fact. Even if you you um, you know keep the same amount of shavings, you're going to still wind up saving a lot of time. Um, some people spend the same amount of time, but they find that their stalls are a whole lot cleaner. And some people save time and they save bedding. So um, whether you're a, a total amateur or you're a professional, you have quite a few people that listen to your show that, that clean a lot, a lot of, of stalls, stalls a day. Yeah. And they've, yeah, they've got shaken forks. And uh, they're constantly telling me um, how much it saves them. And in fact, some of the customers have completely wore their forks out and they're on their, their second fork, um, which is kind of cool because now we've got the carbon fiber ones and they're so much lighter weight. Um, they're, they're great kind of little improvements. And where do they go again? What's the website? Equitymanufacturing.com, E-Q-U-I-T-E-E-M-F-G.com. Very good. Let's get to our round table. Well, I want to introduce our first husband for the round table. Uh, Dave is husband to Biz, who is one of our terrific auditors and actually kind of writes stories for us here at Horse Radio Network. Hi, Dave. How's it going? Good. So you guys have been married how long? Uh, five years. Uh, you just had an anniversary. Did yeah. I see that on Facebook? We did. It was just last week. And you remembered it? Uh, sure. Facebook remembered it. <laughs> <laughs> did you do something yeah, nice did you do something nice for biz we did we went out and watched one of the saddest movies i've ever seen and then had dinner <laughs> which movie was that i gotta know uh it was lean on pete lean on pete okay yes it's got a horse in it for about half of it and uh you wouldn't recommend it to horse husbands. Review for horse nation. <laughs> you wouldn't recommend it's it to horse husbands. To it than I would be. <laughs> I would not recommend no. it to horse husband. <laughs> if you enjoy your relationship, <laughs> can see the Avengers again. Um, so yeah. Dave, actually, Biz writes for. Uh, she writes stories for our rest of the scoop on the Stable Scoop show, and she does a terrific job doing history stuff for us. So, yes. uh, and she's been listening yes. for a long time. Uh, but not to, not to this episode. She has. No, not to this. No, no, this no, one. No. Hard pass on this one. <laughs> and our, let's introduce our other roundtabler. We have Reed here. Hi, Reed. 
Hey there. Reed, uh, you're you're with Auditor Lindsay, and you guys are married how long? We've been year, married almost a year. Oh, just one year. Newlywed still. So this is good. Yeah. We have a five-year and a one-year. And Lindsay, I know, she's probably listened, geez, probably since the beginning of, of this show, eight years ago. She's been listening a long time. Yes, and uh, she loves you guys. It's uh, it's a big deal for her life. She's always uh, always tuning in. Are you sick of hearing about Jamie and I yet? No, okay. absolutely okay. not. Good. I say that honestly. <laughs> I say it honestly because I get happy every time she's happy. So it works out. You know, you don't have to. She's not going to listen to this, right? You, you realize that, right? right? <laughs> I promise you she's listening. And a quick shout out. I promise you she's going to listen in a week from now when this comes out. And a big shout out to all the people at Jarvis Stables. You guys are great, too. Well, good. Yeah. Uh, at the one year, you do something nice. And at the five years, you take them to a crappy movie. So, you know, <laughs> the movie was very good. It was just very depressing. <laughs> oh, no. That's funny. Was dinner better than the movie? Please tell me it was. Yeah, things fade, you know. <laughs> All right, let's get to our I questions. Joke, and these were submitted by our auditors. And, well, let's ask, I'll ask these of you individually. Uh, Denise wants to know, what is your least favorite horse chore? Well, let's start with Dave. Do you do anything with the horses? Uh, occasionally, if Biz is at a show or something, or she's out of town for any reason, I'll go clean stalls and take care of them a little bit. I would probably say working them because they don't respect me at all. So trying to <laughs> lunge one is like trying to push through a wall. She has you lunging horses? She, she's tried a couple of times. Um, they don't move. No, me either. I don't lunge. Well, they do, but... Yeah, yeah. And I can't no believe she that... has you trying to lunge a horse. She's doing that to torture you. Not anymore. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, probably. That she not only uh, does she bring you to sad, crappy horse movies, she tortures you with uh, lunging. Yeah, this is uh, we got a good juxtaposition in people today. I think. <laughs> <laughs> Reed, do you uh, do you help out with the horses at all? I do. Um... Not as much as I probably should, but yeah, absolutely. I like going to the barn. And do you have a least favorite horse chore? Uh, you know, interestingly enough, it's horse-related. Horse uh, my least favorite chore is loading the car with all of the mounted archery equipment. Oh, um, that's right. L Lindsay is... Um, Lizzie runs a uh, a mounted archery club that she started on Mason Neck um, out where we are, and she has this little Toyota, and so the mounted archery equipment consists of everything from backdrops to targets to uh, stakes that go in the ground to get the horses going in a straight line path, and loading all this stuff in the car just makes me think, well, we're never going to be able to sell it. Oh, well. <laughs> well, it's either that or you're, you're going to never... be putting hay in it and you won't be able to sell it either. So, uh... Yeah, right. Exactly. <laughs> there you go. Either way, I mean, right? <laughs> yeah. I mean, if I really had to come up with one, that would be it. There's really, really uh, not too many things that bother me about horses. In fact, my mother raised me around horses. And so it's just something that's always been a part of my life. 
and it i mean surprise surprise i end up with a horse girl and did you yeah. you had horses at the wedding too didn't you if i remember right yeah we had graham i thought that's her paint uh yeah that that was a paint um he passed away a little bit ago yeah but yeah and uh but i remember the pictures i remember seeing the wedding pictures of the of the horses in the in the picture least favorite yeah, horse store, isn't it it's not manure it's actually the other side of it's it's supplements i just absolutely hate the the building the the minuscule little bits that you got to put together with the vinegar and the this and the that and the next thing. And, and every horse is something different. And it's like, God, come on, can't you just make it something nice and simple? And, and, uh, and just about the time that I think that I got it right, I don't because suddenly it all changes and that horse doesn't need that anymore. And, and so for me, su- supplements, it probably supplements is first, and then I think the second one is standing there for the farrier, where you're just holding the horse or the horse, yeah, horse and horse. Yeah, that's pretty boring. <laughs> How about you, Glenn? What's your uh, least, least favorite? favorite chore? See, I've got I've planned enough that I've gotten out of doing most of my least favorite chores. I think fixing fence is always the least favorite chore for me. Um, because you got to get out the chainsaw and the boards and the, all the equipment and just, ugh, it's just like, ugh, got to do that again. So we got a question here from Carol. She wanted to know what hobbies besides the horse do you do together? And so obviously that's not archery either. What what other hobbies do you have that you do with uh, with your horse wife, Dave? Biz um, and I play board games. Uh, we hike and we play video games together. That's not bad. So you still have some time and no. life outside of uh, outside of horses, which is good. Uh, yeah, like forty five minutes a week, uh, we get to do these things. The hikes are very short. <laughs> now, Biz is a big athlete too. Are are you a big athlete? Do you do the runs? She does like these crazy runs and all this have, stuff. Yeah, I have tried to get into running a couple of times recently. I can do two miles and huff and puff at the end. And then she keeps going. Yeah, for the uh, next forty-eight, for another yeah, twenty miles or whatever. Yeah, it is. It, it's very impressive. <laughs> and how about you, Reed? What's what's your uh, what hobbies do you do that um, that you do together? That's outside of the horse. Yeah, and uh, I think most often we uh, we love to garden. Uh, but I think our favorite thing that we do together would be uh, would be salsa dancing. Uh, we love going out, going to uh, uh, Hispanic uh, Hispanic salsa locations, uh, merengue, bachata, uh, rueda. Uh, it's actually a dance we did at our wedding, and wow, uh, it's actually how we met. Wow. Really? Yeah. All right, tell the story. Okay, uh, relatively short story. Uh, Lindsay and I both, uh, of course, love salsa dancing. We had been doing it for years. We lived in Ann Arbor, Michi- Michigan at the time. Uh, met one another at a, uh, a salsa venue, and she asked me on that day to, uh, to come and meet her horse. And that's that. <laughs> that was it. Salsa and horses. Pretty impressive. <laughs> yeah. Joseph, do you have one that you do together? 
Um, yeah, gosh, it's, it's been so long that, that we, we don't have much. I, I would say you can't even really call it a hobby, but my wife and I like to have that half hour or 45 minutes of a walk in the morning where you can just have some brief period of time together that doesn't involve the horses and doesn't involve the business because we run our business out of the ranch. And, and so that's it, man. We're, we're pretty focused on, on horses, but as you know, you, the longer you're married, the longer, the more the horses become the big part of your relationship. I think ours is, um, we, you know, because we do work together, we're in your kind of boat there, Joseph, um, and are together all the time. Ours is getting out of the house and doing things together, whether it's traveling or dinner. You know, we go out to eat a couple times a week just to get out of the house. Um, and in movies. So we, we do like to see movies. I avoid the horse ones that make me cry. But um, uh, that's, you know, I understand Biz has to do it for work. So that's yeah. how you get dragged to those movies. So. Yeah, so we're once again, we're getting the, 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 the different amounts of time, you know, the one year, the five year, the 20 year and the 30 year. Right, after exactly. While, going to a movie, that's, that's a hobby. <laughs> yeah, that's right. It's a hobby. So after 30 years, it's a hobby. <laughs> yeah. When Chelsea says, is your spouse the first horse person you dated? Dave? I love this question. Dave. <laughs> yep. <laughs> and the last. Yes, she is. <laughs> Learned a lot. <laughs> yeah, it almost has to be. I mean, if you if you date a horse person, you won't date another one. <laughs> so you better take it to marriage. <laughs> no, that's true. It's pretty that's brutal. True. I don't... I, I, Reed, you know... You obviously didn't seek her out because she was a horse person, so that came second. But you said, you know, you kind of grew up that way, so that was okay. I did. The culture shock uh, wasn't quite there. Um, I mean, it was it was definitely there a bit, but it, it it wasn't. It didn't take a huge adjustment process to understanding the fact that uh, big animals aren't dogs and cats. You know, you don't need to just let them out and leave some food around and give them some pets at nighttime. They require you to survive. And I get that. And I'm totally game. Joseph? Um, Well, Diane is definitely the first. And that's why I made that comment, because you just have no idea. At least I had no idea of, of what you're marrying into. I mean, we, we dated for six months and it was her horse horsiness that I so admired. And so it wasn't going to scare me away, but you don't realize the depth of the horsiness till you're really, uh, till you're married. It's, you know, when you're, when you're dating, somehow there still seems to be more time and there's, there's still horses are, are part of the relationship, but they aren't, you know, the, the be all do all. And, and after you're married, boy, it's, you know, you're at the five year point. That's where it really starts to kick in. Yeah, it it kicked in pretty early. I would say second year for us. I remember one time we had to take Biz's horse to the vet pretty late at night. Uh, this is when we were still in college. I think I had a final the next day. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, I wasn't studying anyway, so it didn't matter. Um, <laughs> but we had to, yeah, we had to drive like 45 minutes to the vet. Uh, with her horse in the back, who was horrible to load. Oh my! Yeah, that's yeah, always fun. That was. Yeah. It's been. I should have seen the writing on the wall. <laughs> at that point, because uh, it's I didn't realize how 
involved and intense it could be. Um, I mean, how would you ever follow up uh, dating one horse person with another horse person? I, I don't even see how that would be possible. I don't know that yeah. I would have, to be honest. After Jennifer, now, when I got, met Jennifer, she had a 100-acre farm with, like, a dozen horses. So I was, like, yeah. you know, diving in with both feet. Um, right, and that me as well. Yeah, and so I you know it was it was a little different than than Bordiga horse and I don't think I would have just because I you know the thing that shocked me the most was you, it's like it's like owning other any other farm you got to feed those things morning and night and there's no getting away. Um and you know when you have them at your house and there's that many of them it's just non-stop. I think the non-stop part's what surprised me the most. Yeah, but you get a free look on how your your significant other is going to take care of uh, a sentient being. And, um, yeah, you but can I, who, look at I was 20 some years old. That was, I wasn't thinking that deep yet, Joseph. Um, oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> I was later married. <laughs> I was oh, not thinking that deep. Again. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for giving me that much credit, but that wasn't happening. I don't know if I think that deep today, to be honest. <laughs> All right, Joseph, this is a good one. This is a follow-up to the last one. Why don't you take this one? Oh, well, let's see. Chelsea Long O'Neill asked, did your spouse ever cancel a date for a horse-related emergency? And Reed, has Lindsay ever done that to you? You know, I, uh, I, I don't think so. Um, we always just spent so much time together from the moment we met. I mean, it was seriously like, like magnetism when we met, uh, there, it was like a freight train. You weren't going to stop it. And, uh, and if there was ever a horse emergency, I, I mean, if there was ever a date or anything, we were going to do, it didn't matter. I don't, I, so I really don't think so. Uh, just, uh, I think the Callista one was pretty much the answer to this, uh, impeding on my not studying, uh, <laughs> I've had to leave work due to a horse-related emergency before, but that was a biz-related emergency. So, yeah, I don't, I don't think <laughs> that we date anymore. And so, but horse-related emergencies are—I uh, mean, that's just a fact of life. But now it's got to the point that she'll quit what she's doing with me to take care of a friend's horse-related emergency. So we've gone to the whole different. Level now. <laughs> there's plenty level. of those. Yeah. Yeah, and we just had that just had that the other day, and um, I'm I'm really fortunate. My wife wife knows a lot about horses, and she's the person that the people call to ask whether they should call the vet. So she she gets a lot of these sort of phone calls. I think Jamie Jennings is also the person that people call to. Yeah, I, yeah, my wife too. Same thing. Yeah, Dave, I I heard you say uh, you know for biz emergency, and I've made that trip to the hospital a few times too. By the way, so yeah, <laughs> with you. Yeah. <laughs> One time, I remember we just moved. We had just moved to Boston. She took a job as a manager of a exclusive hunt club up there, and they put her on this wacky horse day one. So I had just arrived. I had just gotten to Massachusetts. She got there like a couple weeks before I did, and it was like my first day. I didn't know where anything was, and I get this call that she's at the hospital. I'm like, "What hospital?" I didn't know where the hospital was. It took me a while to find the hospital, and then you know she's there with a broken arm and. Uh, it wasn't her first broken arm, so she was just sitting in there when I walked in in the waiting room going, yep, broke it again. So, um, 
<laughs> it's kind of a casual thing. I was panicking, and she's like sitting there going, uh, I'll be back at work tomorrow. And she was. She was back to work the next day with a broken arm. <laughs> so that's what our horse wives do. I love Jamie's question. Jamie says, what does she break that you always have to fix? Start with you, Joseph. Oh, that'd be flat tires. <laughs> I just, you know, every wheelbarrow has flat tires. The bicycles have flat tires. There's so many things, and for reasons I can't figure out, it just seems impossible to have her go over to the shop and get out the airline and fill them back up with air. Seems simple, but nope, that's one of my horse husband chores. That and fixing fencing, but we already talked about yeah. that. Yeah, yeah. Dave, you have any? I don't think anything biz breaks I can fix. I, I think <laughs> knees comes to mind, um, but that's, that's what I could do about that. Reed, anything? Uh, good question. Um, I'm not sure if Lindsay breaks something that it's fixable. I'm going to be honest. <laughs> <Good>. So <laughs> I just kind of let it roll. I'll tell you what we, we had. We always had was trailers that needed rewiring. For some reason, we always ended up with older trailers, and they always needed rewiring. And what a pain in the ass that is. Ugh. Yeah. Ugh. Yeah, and there's another thing with, with filling them full of air. You know, before Diane goes anywhere on a horse ride, I always let, get it over there to the shop. Let me make sure there's air in the tires. Same thing with the, the truck and everything. It's just there's so many tires, it seems like, in a horse relationship. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. All Those right, a lot of tires. Interesting, <laughs> Joseph. What's the next one? Oh, let's see. We've got a uh, Brenda asks, "What is your biggest pet peeve with us horsewives?" Oh, I like that. Who wants to take that let's one? See. Yeah, Dave. <laughs> what's your biggest pet peeve? Laundry. Oh, yeah. Laundry. There we go. The Boy, laundry. You nailed it. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Them. Them sticky things that keep on occurring. Does she wash the saddle pads in the in the washer in the house? Yeah, yeah, and the, there's hair, all the hair. Hair, yeah, everywhere. Oh God, oh. it's it's the it's the blankets. I mean, come on. Yeah. <laughs> I thought about stuffing a pillow, but I don't think. And then, do you guys wash it? it. Uh, we end up wash. I end up washing the uh, washer empty after she does that because it's just hair everywhere. So I just run it yeah. empty once. Yeah. To, <laughs> to, well, I never get to see it, but I, I, I do. I mean, I just complained about it just the other day. Was the socks with the sticky things in them? And it's like, <laughs> come on! They, 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 they don't just appear. They they have to be come from somewhere in a washing machine. <laughs> Read anything. <laughs> Uh, sure. Pet I think Lindsay and I had this conversation at our wedding day <laughs> and, and she was super sweet about it. And she was like, listen, you know, this is going to be the last time I'm on time. Right. Uh, <laughs> that's a good one. Yeah. Like, okay, sure. Uh, <sighs> How true, it is. So. How true and, it is. How true it is. And so, I'll, you know, I'll get a text, you know, hey, babe, um, uh, you know, just finished up with Vinny or with Rocket. Uh, I'll be home by 730. And I know I can set my watch and say, all right, she'll be home by 815. <laughs> it's true, though. With It's true. It's one of the most common ones with horse husbands is the wives are always late. I don't I don't I don't really get 
flustered about it. I, I know she's having a good time and, you know, she's just chatting with the folks over at Jarvis and having fun and, you know, I get the life. So I, I mean, if there's something that has to be, it's that always running behind, but yeah, no, it's do not you tell her a half deal. an hour earlier now than she needs to? Cause that's what I started doing. <laughs> me wait uh me tell her idea. when she has to be somewhere <laughs> oh boy oh man nope <laughs> she is her own master and uh and and runs her schedule and you know i just roll with it <laughs> that's the story of our lives isn't it we just roll with the it. language changes a little bit <laughs> once you have uh uh the horses at home because they don't say they're going to be late they ask you if you'd mind feeding. Mm, yep. mm. That's that's code. Mm-hmm. Yeah. When you get that's true, and then you okay. feel guilty if you don't. So they have no doing it. Mm-hmm. Live on an acre. That's that's, <laughs> that's what I'm getting. <laughs> that that's two horses. Hey, this was one that my <laughs> wife asked. <laughs> <That's>, <laughs> or ten in some cases. Um, this is one my wife asked. What did your parents think of you marrying a horse girl? Now, this could be interesting for for all of us. You know, mine had no idea what we were getting into. My brother ended up, one of my brothers, I have three brothers, ended up marrying a horse girl, too. So we had nothing to do with horses growing up other than we lived in Lancaster County, Pennsylvania, and the Amish were there with their horses. That's all we knew about horses. And two <laughs> of the four ended up marrying horse girls. Um, and I don't think they had any idea. I think it was a little eye-opener for them, too, how much work it was after. Um, but did now, now Reed, your, your parents knew all about horses. So this wasn't anything. Did, were they happy you married one? Absolutely. Yeah. Um, you know, I think my dad was aware of, you know, how, uh, you know, how that dynamic was going to go. Cause you know, he had done that dynamic and whatnot. Um, and I think, I think my mom just felt good about the fact that this was something that was really relatable to me already. It wasn't something that was, um, you know, completely new. Um, we had just positive emotions all around. Good. Well, that's good. Uh, how about, uh, how about you, Dave? Uh, same as you, Glenn. I, uh, don't think she realized how involved it would be. Uh, I don't, yeah, I don't know that. I know my, (laughs) my, um, Diane and I grew up about a mile apart and went to high school and everything together. So my mom and Diane had, uh, horse horses in common long before Diane and I had horses in common. And, my uh my value or uh i don't know what you want to call it my cachet increased a whole bunch of notches when my mom found i found out i was marrying diane because she held her in really really high esteem and uh and vice versa which was really cool you know because diane got along with her mother-in-law immediately so it was great it's been a huge benefit that's awesome when they uh both get along very important yeah yeah it's been great Very cool. All right, you want to ask the next one, Lindsay's? Yeah, from Lindsay, uh, what do you do to deal with the nerves when watching your spouse ride or when your wife get hurt around a horse? Hmm. I had this when she was competing with a venting. 
Um, and all right. She, yeah, she, you know, she got up to a certain level, and you know, it was hard to wash cross country. And you know, I'd seen her get hurt a few times. So, um, mostly getting hurt though was on the ground. It wasn't even riding. It was dealing with the horses on the ground. It was when stupid stuff happens. Mm-hmm. But uh, you know. It was it was a little bit nerve wracking watching jumping. That was that was tough. Dressage, I was pretty much sleeping through that anyway. So, um, wasn't so nerve wracking. But yeah, eventing now biz events, right? Uh she has. I believe she did once last year. That was actually that was less worrisome than I think it probably should have been. Uh, she. Really well that day, so yeah. So you weren't but, nervous. Uh, I don't really know. I don't really stress until something goes wrong, and then it's just well, this is what it is. We go to the hospital. We get the next X-ray of the broken knee, and we move on from there. <laughs> God, best case scenario, broken knee. <laughs> but man, yeah, what are you, you going to do? <laughs> yeah, not, not to be callous, but like it is what it is. It's she's willing to take the hit for what she loves to do, so it's it's not really on me to be concerned with it. Yeah, well, well I'm just ignorant because my wife is a better writer than I am, and so I I just figure that she knows more than I do, and and I don't worry about it, and uh, she worries more about me. And we, we talked in another horse husband's episode about broken ribs and stuff like that. And, and when I, when I broke my ribs right in front of her, um, she was just bawling her eyeballs out because she felt so bad about it. And, and, uh, that worried me more than anything that I was worrying her. That's super sweet though. Yeah. Yeah. I wish, I wish I'd have been able to get my breath and tell her it was okay. (laughs) Because that's what happens when you break ribs. (laughs) Oh man. Yeah. Nothing hurts like that. No. Specific feeling. Yeah. So, all right. One last question. And, uh, what is the one thing? God, Mel's just throwing it out here. What is the one thing you wish you could change about the horse thing? Boy, that's a toughie, too. Can anybody want to answer? <laughs> Are we all going to pass? Time. Time. That's a good one. I'd say time. That's a good one, actually. If it was less time, tacking, I don't understand how tacking takes as long as it does, but it does. Everybody I've seen do it, it just seems to take a long time. Because you got to brush them, and you got to clean them, and you got to do their feet. Well, that's... that's oh. I, yeah. 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 <laughs> You know, it's the only thing is time. But I, I wish that is. one was enough. I, that, that's the only <laughs> thing. There's, Says the guy there's, with twelve. There's, <laughs> yeah, there's just no, no. It just uh, that still doesn't make any sense to me. But I, I guess you know, if if you were Melda Marcos, her husband's probably complaining about shoes. So that, you know, it's always something. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. You know, time is a good one because when we go trail riding around here, it takes us it takes us a lot longer to get everything packed up and and to then drive there and then drive home and unpack. That's that's six hours for the two hours we're actually out riding. <laughs> so it just takes so much time for the actual time you're on the horse. Uh, yeah, nobody wrote about talked about fishing here. Either you guys fish. 
No, not here either. No. Yeah, because that's yeah. that's another one where I hear about where where people take so much time to prepare for it, you know, and to get the boat and drive to the lake and all that, and go fishing, and then you just fish for a little bit and you're done. And, and then, uh, there's so, you know, the... <laughs> then there's golf. Then there's golf. I like golf. Do you? <laughs> Bad at it. It takes. It does take a long time for 18 holes. Yeah, especially if you're bad at it. Uh, then it takes a really oh, yeah. long time. Uh, I think the normal person walks like three miles. I'm walking 20. Exactly. Yeah. Me too. That's why I gave up golf, by the way. It's just, I <laughs> and I'd lose a dozen balls around, and that wasn't much fun either. So, <laughs> Well, thank you guys for joining us. We really appreciate it. Dave and Reed, uh, thank you yeah, for doing so much, this with us. Yeah, thanks for having Heck me. Yeah. All right, guys. It was absolutely wonderful. All right, we'll have you back next time. And next time, uh, we'll ask you tougher questions. Get you in more trouble. <laughs> that sounds great. <laughs> great. <laughs> All right, say hi to Viz and Lindsay for us. All right, have a good one. Thank All right, you. Take care, guys. We, we meet the nicest guys, and the, these we never did ask them what they did for a living, did we? We forgot that. We didn't. Yeah. <laughs> we yeah. totally forgot that. Well, we had a lot of and, good questions. And they but... are once the, the nicest guys, and, and these, these horse, horse women, uh, when they finally settle on a guy, they really seem to be able to, to settle on good ones. It doesn't start to sour until, I don't know, 15 years. <laughs> then you start to get that ironic person instead of the, the happy guy. Well, we... Um, uh... We, we get to meet so many neat guys doing this, and it, it is a pleasure. And, and I do know that their, their wives have listened for a lo- probably longer than they've known them. So um, we appreciate yeah. them listening, too, and being uh, fans of the show. For sure. Well, Joseph, uh, where can people find the Flex and Fork and the Shaken Fork again? That's at Equity Manufacturing, E-Q-U-I-T-E-E-M-F-G.com. And if you ever want to talk to my bride, she's the one that answers the phone. And uh, her, her cell phone number is on our answering machine. So if you want to find out any of the truth, anything I'm saying here, just give her a call. All right. Very good. And of course, we are here uh, Monday through Friday at 9 a.m. Eastern. Now, tomorrow, Jamie and Wendy will be here with Jemmy producing. It's not live. Uh, while we're on vacation, none of the shows are live, but they're brand new shows. So it'll be out by noon or so tomorrow, and they'll have a brand new show for you with a lot of good guests. So tune in then. And of course, everybody loves Wendy. And, and then next week, Memorial Day uh, is on Monday. So we'll have a best of for you on Memorial Day. Uh, we're dark on Tuesday, but then Wednesday and Friday, there are brand new shows as well, with Auditor Lisa helping out on Wednesday. She's co-hosting with Jamie. And then also Sally, who you know from Heels Down Happy Hour, she is co-hosting on Friday. So we have a we have some new shows. Just keep an eye on the horses in the morning feed, and you'll see all the new shows popping in there. And we hope you enjoy them. This is the first time that we're going on vacation that there's actually shows being produced while we're gone, thanks to Jemmy and uh, Jamie and uh, being a, and our, all our fill-in co-hosts. We appreciate everybody that's doing that for us now. Uh, and uh, we're we're somewhere on a cruise uh, in Alaska, so we're we're not even thinking about you guys. We're enjoying the whales and the bears up there in Alaska. Well, I'll be jealous. Okay, uh, we're, we're flying over your house. I'll wave. Okay. Uh, okay. All right. Good. <laughs> 
Thanks, everybody. Uh, thanks for joining us today. We'll look forward to talking to you next month on our Horse Husbands episode, which is the fourth, fourth Thursday of every month. If you missed past episodes, and if you're a guy, you can go to horsesinthemorning.com, scroll down the middle page, and you'll see a little Horse Husband logo there. Click on it, and it'll bring up all the past episodes. And we've been doing this for years now, so take a listen. You can catch up. You can binge listen to all of the Horse Husband ones. Thanks, Joseph. You're welcome, and to everybody, don't forget what Jamie says, spay, neuter, and geld.